Welcome to In the Box. Welcome to In the Box. Welcome to In the Box. We got another Friday, man. We got a great show. Um, happy Friday. Seems like this week went by really, really fast, man. I don't know about you guys, man. It, it kind of kind of blew by really, really fast. But uh, we got a great show, man, ahead. Uh, we got uh, Ferd and Ron in the house, man. They are comedians. They are writers. They are actors. Um, and uh, we're going to have a great show, man. All right? And we'll be right back here in a second. Fundamentals and build blocks yeah. Turn to advice when I'm in that spot yeah. When I got questions and that's a lot Perfect time to hear from Rico in the box yeah. All right, all right, man, we back again Man, a couple of announcements, man We're going we gonna, to we gonna jump right into the show, man But Every week, man, I try to I, I try to give you guys because uh, you guys are creatives. You know, we have a lot of creators that man that watch the show. We got a lot of producers, a lot of artists, you know, uh, writers, and I and I try to give you something. I'm not going to flash anything that I don't think you can use, but I want to try to show us about helping you uh, build your build your 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 creativity, right? Um, and if you if you're making music, man, you you want to have this filter free. Uh, it's creative effects processor um, by Soundboys, man, Red 9 $39.99. You can do a lot of different things with it. Uh, you can never have too many uh, tools at your disposal, man, when you're making music. And then also, man, out now is man, Arturia uh, has a collection number eight, you know, so actually I have seven. And now, uh, but the eight is you have a couple, three instruments, June 6th, uh, five, you got a vocoder five, and you have an emulator two five, which are, those are three new instruments uh, in Arturia uh, Collection Eight. And then two, if you if you're just not tuning in in the box, man, we on every Friday. We also are on Roku and Amazon. This is the channel on Roku. You can actually, man, go to the channel store, install it to the channel store on the Fire Stick as well. Uh, when you go to the Fire when you go to the Fire Stick to find the show, you actually go to the search. When you when you when you log into your Fire Stick, you click on the search icon. You type in in the box, and then a gray box is gonna appear called Label Apps and Games, and then you'll see in the box, man, in there, and you click on that, and that's how you access the show. Uh, and if you have a Fire Stick, you can go to Amazon.com and then just go to search and type in in the box, the in the box podcast, and just kind of send it directly, man, to your uh, Fire Stick. So without further ado, man. We're going to get ready to bring in Ferg and Ron. Man, All what's right. going on? Right. Man, ah, what's good? What's good? What's good with y'all, man? What's good man, with y'all? Got, got you in the house, man. I thought I saw some Roman new. I thought I saw some. You cooking some noodles back there, Ferg? No, I was just getting out my uh, my merchandising. Look at that. That's I am my I am Ferg bottle. Look at that. Okay. okay. You know what I'm saying? I even got masks that say I am Ferg. You know what I'm saying? So I was just reaching for my merchandise. But y'all call me my, my 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 question my question is why why does Ferg have to be why why is he on here with the fancy headsets on? Hey, we, listen, we ain't got the fancy headsets on. He, Rico don't got on. I don't got on. When you got, hey, listen, listen. When you got cheering, that's why right, you got the sign. I don't have children. Children haven't been whooped. Cheering. They They've been beat time and time again. <laughs> hey, man, you know the internet police watching. You talking about you beating your children? Hey, listen, I, 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 well, you know, I know. hey, hey, my name ain't Adrian Peterson. All right. I don't know what to say, bro. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 jumping right in, man. How you know? How did you guys meet, man? How how did you guys how did you guys come together, man? Like like 
Like so, what? Like how did how did that work? Man? Like that um, guy right there gonna talk yeah, about it. Yeah. yeah. Real quickly, man, real quickly. I, I met Ferg um, probably, it was like either 2002 or something around that. I met him at Wavy 10. He was an engineer at Wavy 10. And uh, uh, I had a little, my, one of my church groups went to do a song, a Christmas song for uh, Little White Light or something. There was some kind of program, <laughs> Help Me Lord program or something. Uh, um, and Like, dude, you, you, this dude believe in marketing, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, he marketed. Yeah, he, he marketed. <laughs> but yeah, but real quickly, uh, we we met there, and um, from then he did. Uh, he uh, he did a little part. I did a show, a little talent show at the church, and he came. Uh -huh. He was one. Uh, he came in a cowboy hat and was telling jokes about Fred Flintstone. The church was like, "What the hell are you talking about?" But I mean, it was still funny. <laughs> Um, you know, but that's we've been we've been rocking ever since then, man. Then we joined a, a, a traveling kind of like a we had a, like an in living color style of uh, comedy uh, live theater group that we put together, man. We would uh, put on shows, and from there we, you know, we just we connected, and here we are today, man. Yeah, man. Uh, you you guys, man, have your own style of comedy, and uh, we gonna we I, I want to I just want to play a little clip, man. We are gonna come back. I want to play this clip, man, real quick. Thank you. Just trying to plug stuff up. <clears throat> and while you're doing that, you know, he was an ex crackhead, so I, I said, let me go in there and help <laughs> with some. Ron, Ron is a saint, you said. <laughs> It looked like he belonged on the frosted church window. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> Here we go, man. Oh. Okay, honey, what is going on? You, you're, you're bubbling. You're glowing. I know. I am glowing. I'm so. I've never been so excited in my life. This is the greatest news what ever. Tell me, I'm on pins and needles. What have I always wanted? Oh my God. You are a certified LPN. You got the you No, got the silly. I'm pregnant. Oh, did you say pregnant? Wait, hold on, baby. We're pregnant? We, we, we gonna, I'm pregnant. We're going to have a baby? I'm going to have a baby. I'm so excited. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on, hold on. Breathe, breathe, breathe. Are you okay? You need to sit down. You hurt? I'm okay. Are you okay? I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay. going to have a baby. We're having a baby. And guess what? If, if, it's, a, if it's a girl, baby. I got the most beautiful name in the world. Okay. Gabriella. Oh, that's a beautiful that name. That is precious, ain't it? But huh? I feel it in my soul. I just mm -hmm. know it's gonna be a boy. No, a I'm boy? Gonna be a boy. I'm gonna be the mother of a little boy. A Michael Jr. I always wanted to be. Yo, yo, a junior. I heard all the noise. What's going on? Oh What's going on? Um, Uncle Reggie, guess what? what? We're having a baby, little brother, and you're gonna be your uncle, Uncle Reggie. Yeah. yeah. And, and if it's a girl, uh, you decided, Gabriella. Perfect. Yeah. If it's a boy, uh -huh. we're thinking about Michael Reggie. <laughs> huh? Reggie. Reggie. Reggie, Reggie, <laughs> honey, that's a, Reggie's my, not Reggie Junior. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh, that's okay. hey man. That like I, I wanted to ask man, like, dude, why you do your brother like that, boy? Look, that's, you know, that's scandalous, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it was available. Well, I mean.
That's wild. Wow. That's wild. That's crazy, man. So, so tell me this: what what drew you guys when sketch coming? What why sketch coming? Uh, uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, man. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, I I I think that uh, far as sketch comedy, a lot of people do a lot of people do comedies and things of that nature, but we wanted to do something that's outside of the box, um, and that's outside of the um, I would say urban. Uh, community because you know because once you do if it's an all black sketch show then it's instantly urban and it don't no matter what level it is it's instantly urban it's not wrong with it it's a lane for all of it so um our writing style we want to do stuff that's outside of the box and not vulgar this we have we have some edgy stuff but you it would take you to the edge before we, we go over you know what i'm saying so we just wanted to do some sketches. Uh, we've been doing sketch comedy for a while. Like we we did live live shows, and uh, we did. So we just want to bring co comedy on a whole different level, um, and, you know, a whole different presentation, and just to reach just to reach people doing comedy, you know. And and it's a throwback actually to um to to old school. Um, mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm, uh, my mentors, if you would, would be your Carol Burnett, your, your, uh, um, your Tim Conway's, your, your Don Knotts, uh, um, you know, so we kind of wanted to bring back, uh, bring back a style of sketch comedy that is a throwback to your, uh, Milton Burrow, your Flip mm -hmm. Wilson's and kind of go back there and bring it, bring it today, kind of introduce, uh, the, the younger generation Great. to a brand of comedy that's wholesome, but it is on the edge. But you you pretty much have to it's your think. It makes you think a little bit. So we're not overt. We're not in your face with it. But you know, we you 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 want you, you want to watch it. You want to watch it from it. We don't just throw a lot of slapstick at the beginning. So mm -hmm. we, it's kind of comedy that makes you think. You'll be you're like, oh, where, where is it going? You all want to where is this heading? So so that's uh we wanted to kind of bring that brand or that that type of genre to uh to new school basically. Mm -hmm. So, so when it comes to, because I, I, I watched a few of you guys' sketches, but I watched all the sketches rather, and you guys are on Roku and Amazon TV. So basically, people want to check out your stuff. You can go to Roku and Amazon and just type in Fresh Option TV, just like you would in the box, and you can find it. The the thing that that I liked, I saw the hotel sketch, um, and with the with the hotel with the hotel sketch, and then the doctor's office, you have some other casting, some other characters. How was it to get other people to get into the vehicle with you to be a part of your sketches? How hard? How did how did you put that together? How did you make that happen? Um, I'm gonna tell you. Actually, we started off like with about twelve members. Yeah, to twelve people, yeah. about twelve, and it just you know life happened and and just dwindled down to the three of us. Um, and the three of us was like, yo, we're just gonna keep just carry the name and um and just continue to produce sketches and be consistent because when people see it, they honestly not to knock no one that's not in it anymore, but they see the the three, you know, the three uh actors that's in, in the sketches, and we do a variety of uh topics, we tackle a variety of topics. Um uh, eventually, we actually will get in, back into you know having feature um, uh, actors in it. But if you want to talk, talk actually, yeah. Ron has next, which he has a whole slew of actors that he has worked with, and uh, he can tell you more about that. Yeah, and uh, we're we're really a community here in the seven five seven, and so we mm -hmm. kind of pull from uh, from that pool. And uh, one thing about me and uh, uh, Lamont is that we actually mentor. We actually, while you're in it, while you're in it, we're we're directing, mentoring you, bringing you in, letting you know, uh, giving you. Uh, we give the actors a a comedy lane. We 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 right. we instruct and teach. And this is all improv. There's there's not one. We have not written one script to any of the uh, uh, um, episode, any of the sketches that you've seen. We mm -hmm. we we create a roadmap, a, a beginning, middle, and end create a topic. Hey, and from then on, man, we, we're, we're, mm -hmm. we're right in it. And a lot of times we do this in one take. 
We don't, it's no mm -hmm. double takes and triple takes. Um, and so we actually, when a, when an actor comes aboard, we will mentor them and bring them into the, our lane and let them know what we're looking for and help them with character development. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it, cause my, our philosophy is this, we're never silly, but we're funny. Mm -hmm. And it's organic. So, it's organic. So, yeah. so when you, the thing is what happens when you write a, a script, people get in their head and they miss the line. Oh man, that last take, I, I missed the line. I'm going to try Cause once you start to try to think what you did was funny, now it's not funny because now you're right, trying right, you're right. to make it funny. Right. Yeah. Right. You're trying to make it funny. Yeah. Right. So, so when it comes to character development, what's your, what's your pro your process to the, to for character development? Um, our, our processes are different, but almost one and the same. Um, what I per, personally, section we just filmed uh, until depth was part. That's a, actually a dra uh, drama that's going to be on on our I channel. Seen that yet, so, so yeah, no, I'm waiting for and, that. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a serious drama. There's some high, there's some low moments, there's some high moments. But what I believe in, and actually I was uh, taught on Meisner, uh, the Meisner technique. Yeah, Meisner is, technique um, yeah. You tap into your emotions. And uh, something's called emotional recall. And so when you're in that moment, you have to reflect on what can bring you to that, that moment for that character. Um, and then after, actually, even before then, you had to break down that character to find out what that character is. Like, was, was, were their parents divorced, married, were they rich, they're poor? Because you're gonna act a certain way with that background information and then once you get that background information into that character now you got to tap, tap uh tap into that personal emotion so if you have a riveting scene you can be able to pull that out of that character now your your death do you part did you give is that because i knew you got a booby the big with the big breasts in there is that is that a porn is you going to give us the porn i think because it was a porn version that it was like, tell, tell tell duty do it oh look what First of all, <laughs> and that, and that, like in necrophilic, necrophiliac, like if you talking about death, <laughs> no, y'all doing something with corpse. I don't know. You're doing something with corpse. I don't. He's a necrophiliac. <laughs> But no, as far as characters, uh, like you said, um, right. you know, me, um, I'm a character comic. Uh, um, so mm -hmm. I, I do well over God knows how many characters. And I always I teach this method of uh, when it talks about being a character, that character should be able to go into any environment and mm -hmm. still be that character. If you right. take, if you take, if you take Medea and put her at uh, McDonald's, mm -hmm. ordering a sandwich, you're gonna get Medea ordering the sandwich. You're not gonna get mm -hmm. Tyler Perry ordering the sandwich. You're gonna get Medea. If you take Medea and put her in in a DMV, getting her driver's license, you're gonna get Medea getting the driver's license, not Tyler Perry. So what I mm -hmm. try to teach uh, other actors in character development is become that character and no matter what environment or setting we put you in i always want to get the character i don't want you i want the character because and whenever you, yeah no i was going to add to that because once you got the role you are that person so right. when you're in the scene you no longer ryan no longer lamont you whatever character that you signed up that you got hired to, so Developed you if you you know Cause I remember, you know, when watching Ray, when I was looking at the behind behind the scenes for Ray and Jamie oh, Foster yeah. playing Ray, his he actually had his eyes glued for eighteen mm -hmm. hours. You know, he could play anyway, but he had to learn how to play Brian. That's right. Brian. And That's so, right. so, so basically, man, all through the the filming of the film, you know, he was blind literally for eighteen hours a day. Mm -hmm. You know. And, and he mm -hmm. said he would go to sleep and he'd get back and and, and glue his eyes back again and yeah, and, and be in character. And, and see, th though that's what you actually, uh, 
there there are trap roles when it comes to acting and such as like being drunk, uh, being blind, because when a person say, okay, I'm gonna play blind, they instantly close their eyes. That's right. not all, that's really not always the case. A lot of blind people, eyes are open, they just don't have vision. That's why they would have got the, the glasses. So you just won't see them just staring at you. So there's a certain look that you staring off. Uh, then like when you're playing a drunk person, a lot of people want to instantly be slurred speech. Right. But some some drunks are, matter of fact, you know, I could very have come too much. Very speech. articulate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They they try to break right. and reason with you. They're not always fall over drunk. So yeah, I know some people that are really really stay drunk and and. Uh... <laughs> They be driving cars and <laughs> and you probably won't know they're drunk, man, until they blow in that little machine and get them every time. That's you like now, very functional. Also, too, real quickly, um, you know, there you can really get into character um to the point where actually you know that you're into character because you really have to detox after. Um, right. If you think about uh, Heath Ledger, he oh, went yeah, he went yeah. to a place that he wasn't able to come back from when he when he did the Joker after mm -hmm. coming off a of Brokeback Mountain. He went to a place with the character that unfortunately he wasn't able to come back from. And so mm -hmm. that's a that's I always recommend that if you play mm -hmm. a character and you know that you're hitting <laughs> that character once once it's when it's over with please find some kind of outlet to detox away from that That's because right. you can go deep or to into a character where if you're not careful you won't come out of it you won't come back from it it'll have such an impact on you that it could affect you for you know for the rest of your life or cause you to even wow. harm yourself and and Heath That's Ledger right. experienced that that when he played uh the Joker the Joker he went he, he went he actually went there he went to that like, that place he played the Joker man like woof like he, yeah, it was crazy, man. Yeah. But uh -huh. the, qu the question, I, the, the question I want to ask, man. So, you know, how how is the industry as an independent coming? Do you guys do stand up at all? Do you uh, do any stand up? That 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 will be I, sir. Uh, I can answer that. Well, well, <laughs> thanks to COVID, I am not standing up anywhere but inside my house. That's. A <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, I've been actually doing comedy for about seven years, uh, actually longer than that. But my rebirth was about seven to eight years ago. Uh, my actually my first stand up I did at All Jokes Aside when I was in the twelfth grade, and uh, and uh, it was all hack jokes that I heard off of BT, and it didn't go over well. And I'm I'm ashamed that I did all those hack jokes. Sorry, BT. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, anyway, so uh, about seven seven years ago, I actually took it serious, and uh, actually I was elevated. Um, I actually worked with Cat Williams, Open for the late Charlie Murphy, Jordan Rock, Shantae Wayans, uh, just to name a few. Um, so my style of comedy is actually outside of the box. I know I'm in the box on this show. I'm in the box. Right, you, You stuck yeah, up in here. Yeah, but but um, I might not be the sharpest pencil in the box because I'm unsharpened outside of the box. Since, since you name dropping, you know, he, um, he admitted, I, uh, he admitted yeah. that he was not sharpened. <laughs> no, um, since he's but, since he's name dropping, um, you know, I actually um, I had a couple of um. Uh, starring roles. I played with uh, Belinda. She was uh, from uh, Pornho Pornhub.com. We had a couple of love scenes and, and different things like that. I worked with uh, Bambi. I don't know if y'all... I know her real well. So, yeah. since, since we name dropping, you know, he talking about Cat Williams and everybody. I... That's funny. 
Yeah, man. Those, are, those credits are horrible. <laughs> so, 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 what has been the hardest lesson, man, that you guys had to learn, man, being comedians and, and doing things on your own? I, I actually want to go back and without calling the names, you know, um, because there was a certain energy that I saw, man, you know, having the larger cast on some of your, some of your, some of your clips and um, what were some of the trials that that you you tried to overcome, but you really couldn't? Because the whole idea, man, is we we want people to be able to learn from some for some of our downfalls. But you don't have to call them the names. But what was some of the, what what were some of the pitfalls and and trying to get a group of people together to do comedy? You know, is it money? Is it personality? Is it ego? Is it you know? Is it is it skill set? What, was, uh, what 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 were the issues that you that you had well, that you could well, that you couldn't overcome? Well, um, we probably gonna have the call same. Uh, we're gonna right. have probably have the same uh, situations, but what happened is, um, it's an actually is unfortunate that that people if they don't if they don't see it right away, they don't believe it until everybody right. else believe it. Then oh. Now I believe it. Um, those are some of the obstacles, um, and like actually, from a, a stand-up pr uh, perspective, far as me, because I'm an outside of the box comedian. Like, because like I said, my comedy is like Seinfeld, Dave Chappelle, very outside the box. It was very hard for me to do uh, stand-up in um, urban urban rooms because they they don't. They they don't want to hear that, um, right. but it right. took me right. about it took me about three years before I felt comfortable in my skin to go wherever I wanted to, and right. uh, I'm at that point where I can go into all black room or all white room or mixed room and still do well. Uh, I'm not saying I'm the greatest, but I can I feel right. comfortable and I'm not nervous. Um, and then when it comes to the acting portion and and, and doing shows. It's just sometimes some people, when they want to get to a bigger pl uh, platform, they talk about it. But when that bigger platform come, they, they get nervous and they they're very comfortable in their fishbowl. Then you know they're not comfortable outside of that, and that's been something because you cast some of those people, some of those people, thinking they're gonna be ready for that next level, and. They're really not ready for that next level. They'd rather be here than up here. Yeah, I think too. One of the um, one one big one of the biggest hurdles is is that when you are carrying um, actors who are green, who are green, and you want them to succeed, and, and you're having to carry them through the scene or or, or train them while they're in the moment. Uh, and and kind of like like Lamont is saying, when the stage gets big, a lot of times they either freeze up or or they they um, they're they're green. And I think too, not having that the experience, uh, and you're when you're working with maybe when I say eighty percent, maybe ninety eighty five or ninety percent of the cast is kind of green, that makes it a lot more difficult because it's going to come through. And so you try to find your you, the the obstacle is. How can I mask over these 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 uh, inexperienced moments? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and so, what we try to do is we we I always let them know in comedy you really can't make any mistakes. Right. So 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 you know that's the beautiful thing about comedy. The oddity is the comedy. So so you know uh, and and so we use we use the inexperience as part of the comedy satire. Mm -hmm. So so that's what but but to ourselves, we know that it's an obstacle. We would like to have really more experienced uh, um, artists that are, you know, are actors. But I'm going to tell you, sometimes having those experienced ones, they they already know themselves or feel themselves or, you know, you can't mm -hmm. really direct them or, you know, I already know I'm, I'm somebody I'm this or that. And in my last production, I was A, B or C. And so it's a little bit difficult. Sometimes it's a little bit more easier to work with a more amateurish type of uh, actor yeah. or comic because you can mold and shape them to, you know, the, the, what you're looking for. And then there's a certain humility 
that they will bring to the table that you don't have to deal with egos. And and I think the egos is, is probably the biggest thing that you have to deal with when you're dealing with seasoned uh, artists. That's right. So so when, I, when I'm looking at some of your clips, man, you guys have great props, great backdrops. You know, did you, how did you, because I, I know as an independent uh, writer and you're trying to write sitcoms, you know, it's very hard sometimes to find location, right? Mm -hmm. You know, how did you guys manage to come across, y'all got some nice locations and actual locations and not actual build outs, but actual mm -hmm. buildings, you know, mm -hmm. what, did you establish relationships? Let's talk about the relationships that it takes to be able to, to have access to that. Uh, it's, it's just that, you know, build relationships and be responsible when you get to those locations. So therefore, when you need them again, you can be able to uh, get those locations. Um, actually, Ron, uh, he actually, with that location, he has a good rapport with that, with that individual. So he's able to shoot next and not just uh, season one, you know, further down the line. Actually, he can yeah. find upon that. Um, and and you uh, use your resources, you know, you become, mm -hmm. you, you know, um, their family and friends, co-workers um, th that may have jobs to where um, their their boss or something wouldn't mind you coming in doing a shoot. So it's kind of, you know, you have to uh, you have to hustle. You have to That's hustle right. and, and, and learn. And then when you get in the environment, Learn to manipulate it. You know, you could turn a, a, a waiting room into make it look like, you know, and, and it becomes kind of uh, you start manipulating the, 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 the visual, the design, the scenery to make it look like something it's not. You know, we can turn a, a, a table and a chair into an office. You know, right. adding a few props here, a little bit of there, you know, so we've learned how to manipulate our space and, and you know, to get, and, hey, close up shots. Uh, uh -huh. On certain things, and, and it makes it look or appear. And then sometimes how our, uh, how we shoot, uh, oh, we may God. shoot a long hallway and then have that hallway presented in the clip. But it, it's but to the to the person's mind as vision, they think they're looking at a hospital. You know, uh -huh. all you saw was a long hot hallway and then a waiting room, and then we're right back at our scene. So we we learn how to kind of manipulate the environment. But at the same time, definitely use those resources. The corner drugstore, I mean, the corner store, um, the, the little Kmart or whatever, that's, you know, that guy, you go in there and say, hey, you know what? I want to shoot a, 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 a something in here. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'll mention your your the name of your business if you let me shoot uh, maybe on a Sunday when you it's close or body. whatever not. And you, yeah. you learn how to use your community resources yeah, right. as an actor or a director or a film producer. You learn how to use your your community because they, they'll let you in, believe it or not. You know, you just have to build a relationship be, and and, uh, and learn how to use it. And be respectful at the same time. And be respectful. Of, yeah, definitely uh, don't go the in there. Time. If, yeah. if they say, hey, look, you we can only be, we can only be in here for two hours. Don't be in there two and a half, three hours. Right. right. Get in there the two hours and then get up out of there. So I, so I think that a lot of the problem in, in the creative communities is about building relationships like that's that's a it's a big problem with that um and i think that's very important that's a whole part man of the show <clears throat> so you can learn maybe maybe by watching the show man you, you can you can adapt a few skill sets but when it comes to building a relationship you know especially if you're not gonna hang out you're not taking people back to your house mm -hmm. you, you know you're not going over that house every sunday you know how mm -hmm. how do you how in your own perspective from your own perspective how do you build a relationship with a person that that may not be close but you guys be best of buddies but you can have a great relationship let's talk about that dynamic from okay. your perspective how do you right. build it? Let, let me let me take this one first uh, first um a lot of people um they look to network mm -hmm. i i don't network i connect mm -hmm. um and i connect and when people find out that um, before people care to know how much, you know, they want to know how much you care. So mm -hmm. what I do is what I establish with people is that I genuinely care about your success. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm at the age now where where I don't have the stars and dancing in my eyes like I did some 30, 40 years ago. So I've gotten over the starry eyed moment to where 
I got to shine. So mm -hmm. so what helps me build relationships a lot more quick and a lot more easy is that those that work with me, they genuinely know that Ronald cares about me, my career. I, I, I won't let you do any. And, I, and I, don't, I don't have a problem with telling you the truth. If you're not bringing it, you're not cutting it or something's not going on. I can tell you in such a way to where you I won't you know, where I'm not beating you down. I'm not breaking your spirit, but mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm actually mentoring you. But at the same time, it's one thing you'll know. Ronald genuinely cares about me. And you that's like a McDonald's commercial. Yeah, that, like but yeah, but but that's where I started to build that 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 relationship, <laughs> relationship that. Yeah, it's it's about caring, you know, showing people that you genuinely care about them more so than you do your own fame or your own ego. Right. Right. Yeah, uh, uh, I don't know if he's running for office. Ronald really cares. That's. <laughs> and Wu Tang for the kids, you know what I'm saying? That, that, that's Wu Tang for 39.99. You can get root cool and you can get fresh option. That's right. <laughs> we would really care, but uh, I think I mean actually, it's really not much to say after that. Uh, it's just this right. being honest, and when you directly know when to tell an actor or actress. Okay, no, nah, I'm not feeling it. Let's take this again. Let's do this over. And you're not not beating them down and saying, okay, you're horrible. It's just like this particular take is not good. We got to do it over. And um, you can't be afraid to do that because you're doing it. You you're filming a project and you want that project to come across the way you want it to to the audience. And you don't want it to look shabby. You don't want to look at it and be like, man, I should have told her to do that over again or him over it. So uh, it's just, I mean, what he said is, yeah, he hit it on the, on the head right there. So when it comes to, to getting paid for acting, obviously, you know, me being a music producer, I was producing music a long time before I ever got paid for it, right? Mm -hmm. uh, long, 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 long time. You know, is it the same in acting, you know? Uh, and, yes. And, and how do you how you approach that conversation with somebody yeah, that, that, that on the podcast? I can't talk. Look, look, look at that guy. <laughs> <laughs> look at that, that was that. Man, no, I, I hate when you're on TV, man. He takes the elbow. Appuccino called, and I'm like, hey. Who is that? Sparkles? That was Sparkles calling for you. <laughs> but, how, how, but how did you approach that conversation um, and to, to bring somebody down to earth and they, they want to expire to act, but it's going to be a minute before they can make money doing it? How, well, do you, well, how, do, how do you guys approach that? Well, this Okay, I did a lot of uh, community theater, so that basically mm -hmm. said I did a lot of theater for free. You know what I mean? So, but also I, I was trained along the way and learned. A, I did the networking thing and uh, same thing with comedy. You know, you do a lot of free stuff until you can get to the point where you get a few credits and people start to believe uh, that you're really doing what you're doing. But however, um, when I put on plays, when we put on uh, shows. I usually allow the, the actors or actresses sell tickets and get money off of the tickets because I know mm -hmm. that I had to, what I went through and doing community theater and you seeing them collect all this money and then they walk away and you're like, okay, good job, Lamont. Yeah, I liked you in that role. And it's like, you know, walk out empty handed. Mm -hmm. um, so we, we like to, you know, give them a, a proceeds a portion of the tickets that they sell and um so they can put money in their pockets it's not going to make them filthy rich but they know that okay when they come they do a show for us they know they're going to get paid um, and, and also we, we teach the long game you know uh james Earl jones opted mm -hmm. to um take the seventy seven thousand dollars for doing the voice of uh dark vader in the in the star wars well right. some of the other some of the other actors took the points based mm -hmm. off the movie and and they're multimillionaires 
you know, again, I'm sure he needed that money at that time, but he often heard him talk about how he wished he would have played the long game and how he would have actually taken the points off of the movie because now these other actors they're getting paid off the sequel the the, the merchandise mm -hmm. and everything so we also teach our, our our artists that learn to play the long game and we also show, show them um start learning what's behind the camera too learn how That's to right. learn how to put on your old learn how to eat we we teach them how to eat for themselves learn how to put on your own production stop waiting on somebody to always quote unquote give you an opportunity. Uh, I'm right. going to send my head shots off here. I'm doing all that. I'm doing all this. I'm going to these showcases. I'm doing all this. Right. And you're spending all that time and only, only to be put in a pool with God knows how many, but we right. teach you how to, how to build your product, how to build your brand, how That's to brand right. yourself, how to market yourself, how to eat off the, uh, off acting and play the long game versus trying to get paid right up front. Hey, you know, so that's that's and, one and, way we and 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 actually Tyler Perry actually uh, said um, the statement that he made it, it resonated with me and 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 this is something that we and Ron talked about. He said that instead of you know fighting to eat at the table, I'm going to mm -hmm. build my own table. Yes, yes, you know what I'm saying. Yes. So yes. what? Yes. I got to stop you right there. Like I, I preach that man to every artist, every mm -hmm. producer that I meet. You have to. There's nothing wrong. You know, I had to have several conversations with hard conversations with people. That in the day that we live in right now, mm -hmm. we're in a different day. We're not in the seventies, eighties, nineties, or even early two thousand. Right. That's right. The, the the day that we live in right now, if you want to try to build a legacy for yourself, because other people are trying to build a legacy. And if you don't take the time to build a legacy for yourself, no one is really going to give you a large chunk of their legacy to take right. care of your family for generations to come. You have to be aggressive uh -huh. to create your own legacy. You know, so go ahead and finish and, 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 and double back, man, to talk talk about how important that is. Um, and, and, and it's very important because I've, I've been there. You know, I've, I've gone to New York for a cast and call and the line is around the building and they just all they doing is snapping your uh, picture and take your name and we'll call you and all this other stuff. Um, so we just try to uh, pass that information on to so someone else don't have to go through that journey. And just like you were saying about create content now is easier than than before. So you can build that table. You can be that director or the writer or the actor, because now even with your phone, a lot of those um, sketches we use, you know, a top notch phone to shoot it. So I real quick, I actually had a conversation with a, a, a improv group and um, I was out of town and they had been together for a little while. And I was like, do y'all got anything on YouTube? Oh, no, we, 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 don't, we don't got anything. I said, why? Oh, because everybody want to be on in, in the sketches. Okay. But somebody is not in the sketch. So whoever's not in the sketch, they can be recording the sketch. Right. Um, because they were looking at our sketches and they're like, well, who records y'all stuff? Uh, I do. Ron do. All right. You know, all three of us, you know, participate in, okay, well, I'm going to set my camera up. I'm going to set my phone up. Mm -hmm. And set it on the tripod and we go, you know, cause I know how to edit, you know, I also know how to shoot. So you do, do what you can do with what you have and mm -hmm. stop waiting on the Canon Rebel T, whatever the Sony, this go ahead. Cause if you look at YouTube, it's filled with a ton of people that's doing sketches. And there's also people with filmed with, you know, top notch uh, equipment, but it's the people that's doing it on a regular basis because they don't have it are the ones that's getting recognized, mm -hmm. you know. So, uh, uh, and it's just about being consistent in what you do. So, if you believe in, in your project, be consistent. Okay, are we gonna do this? Now we're gonna do this, and we're gonna keep knowing because people are gonna know you for who you are and what you do. They're gonna know what you would, you know, in the beginning, uh, who you are first because they're gonna see what type of person you are. In the beginning, right. and then they're gonna start following what you have you putting out there. 
But it also becomes a weeding out process, too. You you can weed out those who really um, I always ask a question um, to to just about when I talk to people, I say, I ask them, why isn't a fish conscious of water? Right. And I get so many different answers. And and but the reason why a fish is not conscious of water, because it's too busy being a fish. So the water doesn't exist uh-huh. when you when you're in your genius. Mm-hmm. Nothing outside of that exists. No problems, no worry, no fear, no none. None of that exists when you're in mm-hmm. your genius. When mm-hmm. we are in our genius, when we're acting and we're producing and performing mm-hmm. and directing, we are in such a we're in that Lawrence Fishburne uh, 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 mm-hmm. zone in Biker Boys. When you hit that, you become virtually unstoppable. And mm-hmm. when you know that you have that kind of power when you're doing what you are, 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 when you're in your genius, you would be surprised at the opportunities, the doors. You go from the lake to the ocean, like even with us, with a fresh option and with, uh, being a part of uh, uh, Rico, being a part of uh, your, your business and everything. We went from the lake to the ocean. Mm-hmm. And so, so the ocean is vast. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's, it's not a man-made lake. It's, it, we're right. in the ocean now, and in the ocean is so much. It's so much right. depth, and That's we're right. we're in we're in the ocean now. So we we're not going to return back to the lake. Right. Those are those people that 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 don't really understand when when you're talking about growing and expanding, right. and right. who are maybe not be as serious as they thought they was. Because now when you get in that lake, I mean when you get in that ocean, the ocean. that's uh-huh. the true test. Because the waves is going to get thicker, that you're going, you're going, you experience some currencies that you didn't experience in that man-made lake. So we we in, we're in a weeding process now. Me and him have so many people coming to us now, saying, uh-huh. "How can I be a part?" You know, uh, yeah. uh, uh, hitting us up. And, uh, nothing wrong with that. But when we were at our when we were in our lake, and we wanted you to help us row the boat, yeah. you were a little uh-huh. bit too big for us. Now that we launched out in the ocean with you, now we got people that want to join, want to come back into the, the but this, guess what? Now we, we're no longer in a boat. We're in the ship now. And I always say, man, you know, for years, like, like I'm, I'm nowhere where I want to be, but I'm farther than I was because there was a time to where I, 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 I had confidence as a producer, as a creative, you know, uh, I second guessed everything, you know, I, 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 I was waiting on people and mm-hmm. God had to deliver me from waiting on people. And mm-hmm. instead of putting rims on my car, instead of, you know, putting systems on my car, I don't buy Jordans. I don't mm-hmm. wear Jordans. You know, I don't wear, you know, three, four hundred dollar pants. You know, mm-hmm. I, I get I get my T-shirts, man, from the corner store for like six ninety nine. Yes, sir. right. And and but if I need a piece of software that I need, and if it costs a thousand, I'm gonna get it. You know, right. or or if I need a new computer, you know, I don't have to go and rent on a computer. I just go snatch it up and get what I need because I believe in investing in myself. And and when you're in the ocean, it's scary. Mm-hmm. Yes, right? sir. Yes, sir. And I'm, and I'm dropping a nugget, and I want you to talk about it because it's just like when you have a business, you have to put a little pressure on yourself when you're an entrepreneur in order to reach your level of success because success is subjective, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's mm-hmm. success is not the same, but when you're in that ocean, it's scary, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's the same way if your boat tip over and you're waiting for a lifeboat to come, you don't know what's going to come from the bottom, the bottom and eat you, mm-hmm. pull you under, you know, if, if you're going to be hungry, what's going to happen, but you have to have perseverance. Talk about how you feel in the ocean and although you know talk about the 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 way it makes you feel to be in the ocean yeah you're from the lake in the ocean you know and and but but how does that make you feel being in the ocean with all the opportunities that you that possible possibilities of the opportunities how Um, do you how do you feel about that one thing um my father always one thing my father told me and he always well he passed in 2018 but he, because uh, each year I would say, man, I want to get here. I want to get here. I want to get here. He always say, where were you at last year? Mm. Where were you at last year? Are you further than you were last year? Mm. Then I could, then I would say, yeah, 
but then then he'll say you're doing great. If if you you if you're in the same place as last year, there's no movement. But if you're doing for this for a movement, you may not feel it because you're constantly swimming in that ocean. You're fighting against those waves, and you you feel like you're not making progress, although you are making progress. Um, it's an uncomfortable feeling because you you in the ocean and you you can't feel the floor. Right. In the lake, you can I can walk, I can feel this, you know. Right. But in the ocean, you can't feel the floor. You can float, you know, and there's gonna be some dips. Um, but he always told me, he just said, Look, always remember this. If you're further than last year, you're doing good. If right. you're the same as last year, that means you stagnate, you need to do uh, make make some improvements. Right. Uh, uh, an analogy about the ocean. Uh, we did uh uh, my sister, she got married in a DR, and we were on that little banana boat that they take you out in an ocean and all that. And I had no idea what the, they were going to do. She was like, "Come on, just go on it." And it, it was, and they was telling me to hang on, hold on tight. And I'm like, "This is cool." They like they kept saying, "Hold on tight, hold on tight." I'm like, "This is cool." Why am I holding on tight? And then he, the guy said, "Are you ready?" And they was like, "Yeah." And I'm just like, "What? Yeah, yeah, we already out here." And he took off. And then when he turned, we all flipped. Mm-hmm. And although we had life go, life uh, jackets on, mm-hmm. I couldn't feel the bottom. And that was a scary feeling because I know I'm out here in this ocean. I, and I know I can't touch the bottom, but I was trying to feel my my, my feet. You know, I'm five five. I, mm-hmm. I, I drowned in the lake. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm right. I, I drowned in a fishbowl. With, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, all jokes aside, but uh, this, to, this to get to what I was trying to say is mm-hmm. I couldn't feel the bottom. Mm-hmm. I had to trust the life jacket mm-hmm. and your your success, your, your personal success is that life jacket. And if you actually, I'm going to go a little bit religious. If you got a God in your life, that's your life jacket and mm-hmm. he can keep, keep you afloat. So, so don't be afraid to make that jump. You have to jump. You have to get out there because if you stay on land with the life jacket, it's not helping you. Right. You know, and, you, if, you, if you lay on the ground, it's not helping you. But you go out in that water, in that ocean, and it, it keeps you afloat. Well, well, also, too, with that, too, you know, one thing about being in that ocean is that you're no longer apart from it. You mm-hmm. are part of it. That's right. And, and once you become a part of the ocean, then you can learn how then then you're not afraid of it and mm-hmm. and and once you become a part of it and realize that 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 i you're we're you're we're one now i, I i'm actually in it i'm a part of the ocean if, if you take a, a pebble and throw it in the ocean you might can change the course of the way the ocean is flowing but you won't be able to change the ocean mm-hmm. once we're in it we're in it one of the one of the worst words to me as a that's that's a profanity word is when i hear the word try mm-hmm. try is the word that failures use to justify why they're not doing what they're supposed to do mm-hmm. neither one of us is trying to sit in the chair that we're sitting in we're sitting in it mm-hmm. you're not trying to wear the clothes that you're wearing you're wearing them So we're, we're not, we're, yeah, we're not, but hold on, in, in seriousness, we're not trying to do anything. Mm-hmm. We're actually doing it. That's right. But we, we, we tend to lean on the word try because we feel, okay, well, I'm trying to get to this. No, we're actually doing this. And, mm-hmm. and as we're doing it, we're doing it at the stage and the frequency that we're at. And, mm-hmm. and, and as we continuously do this, because that's all acting is, acting, act, the word acting means to do. That's and right. so we're doing this. It's not something we're trying to do. We're not trying to start uh, uh, t- television stations. We're not trying to put on skits. We're not trying. We don't try anything. We just yeah, do right. it. Right. And right. that's, right. you know, and, and right. that's part of being in right. that ocean. And you do it afraid. Right. That, mm-hmm. That's the thing. Do Let fear. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to shut up after this one. Start making fear your best friend. Get mm-hmm. excited when, when you get afraid. Let that fear and that adrenaline. Whenever I go on stage, I'm always nervous. If I'm not nervous, right. I don't want to do right. it. 
Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it. I tell actors the moment uh, um, Bob Hope at the age of 90 was in his uh, dressing room studying his script. So the young guy came in and said, hey, you know, you're almost ready to go on. But he asked him a question. He said, you know, you've been in the game for almost 70 years. He says, why Why do you feel a need to study, still study, to go out there? He said, you could just go out there and wing it. He said, the moment I no longer feel that I need to uh, hone my craft, I need to quit. Right. That's right. So the, the moment that you don't feel that nervous energy, that, that anxiousness, Yes, it's time to leave because all that's telling you, that's nervous energy that's letting you know you want to do your very best. That's all it is. It's not to stop you. It's to actually motivate you to keep on doing what you're doing. That's right. And I want to offer it after this. (laughs) You want to cash at me. Cash at me, I'm offering. So, so, so we, 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 man, hey, listen, y'all been dropping, just started dropping some nuggets, man, but we, we at the end, but. Before we go, I always play a game called 10. And I'm going to ask you 10 questions where I'll make 10 statements, either or. So so what's going to – we're going to we, – you guys decide which one you're going to go first because it's going to be the same because each one of y'all have a different mind. Y'all not uh, Siamese twins, right? Nah. So, no, hell no. No, hell no. I mean, how do you stay in your country? Hell no. <laughs> So, I'm going to ask you a few questions, right? I'm going to make a statement, either or, and you give me the first thing that comes to your mind. It's a game called 10, all right? Who will go first? Mark, you, you take it, Mark. Go ahead. You're good. All right. Okay. All right. Martin Lawrence or Will Smith? Uh, Martin Lawrence. Cat Williams or Kevin Hart? Cat Williams. Dave Chappelle or Bernie Mac? Dave Chappelle. Volkswagen or Subaru? Volkswagen. Lobster or shrimp? Lobster. Five million. Would you rather have five million dollars with seven days to live or a hundred million dollars with six days to live? Mm, five out of the seven. A uh, hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to focus. I'm just trying to get some of that living in it. That sounds like a Trump question. That sounds like a Trump question. A uh, hundred million. Okay. So you'd rather get a hundred million with six days to live. All right. Yeah. Instead of five million with seven days to live. All right. So Equalizer or John Wick? Equalizer. Will Ferrell or Jim Carrey? Jim Carrey. NBA or the NFL? NFL. Steve Harvey or Monique? Steve Harvey. All right, that's what it is. All right, man. All right, so run your time. All right. Martin Lawrence or Will Smith? Will Smith. Cat Williams or Kevin Hart? Cat Williams. Dave Chappelle or Bernie Mac? Bernie Mac. Volkswagen or Subaru? Subaru. Lobster or shrimp? Lobster. You'd rather have $5 million with seven days to live or $100 million with six days to live? $100 million with six days. Equalizer or John Wick? John Wick. Uh, yeah, John Wick. That's man. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. <laughs> Will Ferrell or Jim Carrey? Jim Carrey. NBA or the NFL? NBA. Steve Harvey or Monique? Steve. Man, I, I enjoyed y'all, man. Any last words, man, Ferg, that you want to say before you before we go, man? Anything that you want to share with us? Oh, go to freshoption.com, check out the website, get going roll cool, get um uh, download our show. A Roku TV and uh, Amazon Fire. I got to count because I'm not good at math. I'm good. <laughs> I know that that's two platforms. No, oh, oh real. Uh, Roku TV Fire, uh, Amazon Fire Stick. Go, go check out, go check out our content. Fresh Option TV. I'm Ferg Ferguson, stand-up comedian. You can check out my site as well. Run. 
All right. Same thing. Uh, definitely go to freshoption.com. Hey, uh, hit us up on uh, look at Ruku and Firestick to check us out. Fresh Option TV. Also, remember, actions will carry your dreams from one night to the next. If you ever want to carry a dream over from one night to the next, just apply some action that next morning. Uh, also, uh, uh, Rico. Man, we really thank you, man, for this opportunity, the platform and all that you're doing, man. Definitely mentoring us as well. So we really appreciate that. And uh, Fur, definitely my road dog. We roll together. We, you know, we're in for the long, we're in for the uh, the long haul. We're in for the long, right. the long haul. And, and make sure y'all stay in tune to In The Box because we're in the box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, we, 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 we hey, man, I, <laughs> so listen, man. Uh, we thank you guys, man, for tuning in. Uh, uh, we're gonna we, we gonna we gonna bring you guys back again, man, okay. later on. And and uh, definitely, man, when you got a on the new series, man, that you got coming, if you want to premiere it on here, we can premiere it right here. Um, okay. And and you know, so everybody can check it out, man. I'll be waiting to see see it. And uh, y'all, hold on, don't go nowhere. But hey, man, God bless. Good night. <laughs>